Welcome to God's Messenger Lighthouse Podcast. This is your host, Brother Scott Messenger, bringing you the epilogue from Evidence Not Seen, A Woman's Miraculous Faith in the Jungles of World War II by Darlene Dibbler Rose. Epilogue. Darlene Dibbler arrived in Oakland, emaciated and emotionally fatigued to be welcomed into her family's love and care on November 30, 1945. The 23 pounds that had been starved from her body returned slowly, as did her physical and emotional reserves. Over the next two years, Darling testified to the power and presence of God throughout her prison experiences before many who marveled at the fact that she had survived it all. Time eased her grief over Russell's death while her memories of their life together in New Guinea confirmed her calling and the necessity to return. She had been called to serve as a missionary long before she met Russell. She resisted the many words of advice against single women missionaries, especially one as young as she, as well as the encouragement to stay home and let some years of comfort repay her pain in the South Pacific. In 1946, a young man named Gerald W. Rose was given a film to use in deputation. It was a documentary of Reverend C. Russell Dibbler's trek to the Wazell Lakes in the interior of Dutch New Guinea. Reverend Gerald Rose was already under appointment to this primitive mission field. Mutual friends arranged a meeting between Darlene and Jerry, unbeknownst to either of them. As it was in God's plan, Jerry and Darlene married on April 4, 1948, and they began their missionary or their ministry in New Guinea in early 1949. Together, Darlene and Jerry returned to the Wazell Lakes area and later pioneered the work among the Denai tribe in the Bellium Valley and the lower Waiji Valley of Papua New Guinea. Their two sons, Bruce Gareth and Brian Jaffrey, were raised among the native peoples. Darlene and Jerry stayed in New Guinea until 1978, when their situation, or excuse me, their station, uh, non Dujal, uh, was expropriated by the newly independent nation of Papua New Guinea. That they then moved to meet yet another challenge in the Australian outback. Dar- Darlene and Jerry uh, lived on a station five hours uh, drive south of Darwin in the Northern Territory near the village of Larama for several years. Darlene left the Salibs in 1945 knowing that Mr. Yamajai had been sentenced to be executed for killing the man at Pari Pari. But because of his kindness to Darlene while she was in the Kempetii prison, his sentence was commute, commuted to lifetime, life imprisonment with hard labor. Still later, that sentence was also commuted. Uh, in 1986, Darlene and Jerry visited Elsie David, a fellow Kempali internee living in Australia. Uh, she related the following story. A friend vacationing in Java happened upon a priest who had just returned from bicycling in Japan. 
While in a small coastal village, the priest had stopped at a bicycle shop for repairs. Striking up a conversation with the owner, who spoke Indonesian, the priest discovered that the man had been the commander of the woman's POW camp outside of Makassar during World War II. The owner asked the priest if he ever met any of the women who had been in Kampali to tell them he was sorry he'd been so cruel. He said he was a different man now. Uh, later, uh, Darlene heard that Mr. Yamajai had spoken on radio, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with the Japanese people. Darlene felt this to be one of to be one of the greatest rewards of God's work in her life. Now in 2003, Darlene and Jerry have settled down in a retirement center in Chattanooga, Tennessee, but they have never retired. Their bodies are obviously becoming weak with age, but the heart to win souls to their precious Lord continues to control their souls. Philip, a local college student, sat across from Darlene and Jerry, awestruck, as he heard this dear faithful saint of the Lord detail how she had delivered babies, stood against headhunters, and led many of them to Christ. He marveled at Jerry's stories of building landing strips in the jungles of New Guinea. He left th this pleasant lunch with the roses, motivated to seek the Lord, to serve him faithfully. He was so excited to hear them as he was so excited to hear them as have been many these past years, even though a friend had to sit beside Darling and prompt her through what used to be the most spectacular memories of God's work in and through her during those dark, hellish days of World War II. Even with Alzheimer's disease, Darlene continues to minister, to inspire, to encourage young believers, as well as seasoned veterans of her service, to know the Lord. And what a man is Jerry dealing with spiritual, or excuome me, spinal stenosis, uh, which is causing terrific pain, yet not mentioning it to his guests as he continues to point them to Jesus. Is ministry over, some ask? Absolutely not. Even with those medical challenges, with just a little help, the message of the sufficiency of Jesus Christ in all circumstances exudes from their lips. Although not receiving guests much anymore, they love to receive notes of encouragement and support, knowing that Others are praying greatly, strengthens them, and uh, not sure if uh, they're still alive anymore or not, but um, there is an address here that's given, and this book was written back in 2003, so um, I'll give it to you anyway. It says, uh, uh, knowing that others are praying greatly, strengthens them, please send all communication to Dr. Bill Henry pastor of Faith Baptist, or excuse me, Faith Bible Church, and his wife Jan, who has volunteered to take up the role of corresponding secretary among many other duties at 5652 Old Hunter Road, Olentua, Tennessee, that's O-O-L-T-E-W-A-H, Tennessee, 37363 uh, USA, or fax at 
344-3790 or email at b-h-e-n-r-y-t-n at bellsouth.net. So again, not sure if that uh, address is still available or you can still write to them, but um, most likely Darlene and uh, uh, Jerry are probably passed on and been gone to be with the Lord now, so probably won't be able to contact them, but perhaps you can still contact this other man at this church. So amen, but praise the Lord. Good book, uh, good testimony from Darlene Dibbler Rose, and that is going to end this book, and I believe the next book I'm going to start reading will be um, Saint of the Wilderness, which is um, Brother Robert Sheffy's story. And that's what the book or the movie Sheppy's based off of is this book. And there's lots of um, stuff that was left out of the movie that is in the book. So that will be the next book I will be reading, Saint of the Wilderness. So hopefully you'll join me next time for that. Amen. And check out her book and her testimony, which is available on YouTube. And you can type her name in, Darlene Deborah Rose, or Evidence Not Seen to... Uh, hear her talk about it herself. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and bye for now.